are now listening to a Real Media Network production. Hey everyone, welcome back to Real Drinks, movie news, reviews, and booze. I'm your host, Dennis. And with me today is the Timon to my Pumbaa. I got Mike. Aw, oh, thanks, man. That's beautiful. That's some poetic like that. So. <laughs> uh, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm doing dandy. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a fun episode, fun times. Um, what we got planned today, uh, we got uh, movie news. Mm-hmm. Um, we got some reviews. We're double defoeing it. One of us is double defoeing it. <laughs> And uh, got to make up for a couple weeks off there. So, and then we're going to talk about anything else we want to review. And then I got a little game as oh, well. Okay, cool. Um, kind of on the fly, kind of got thought of it on the way here. Nice. So nice, love it. Yeah, so it's gonna be good times. But before we get to the movie news or reviews, we need to indulge in some booze. Mm-hmm. Mike, what do we have today? All right. Yeah. So I picked up these innocent gun they are the mangoes on the run ipa now you're a you're an innocent gun i love innocent gun yeah have you had this one before the show i have definitely had it before and i feel like i i have had it on the show probably just on one of the when we were doing remote yeah so i was just by myself enjoying it but um i feel like yes i have indulged before on on the show Mango's on the run. Mm-hmm. Crack these open. The tabs, I found kind of difficult. Yeah, a little struggle. Uh, but, oh, this is good. Pretty tasty, right? Yeah, I haven't had a bad innocent gun beverage. Uh, this, this son of a gun is the fruitiest number we have ever brewed. Bursting with tropical mango flavor, we've taken the juiciest hops we could find and then turned them into a refreshing, vibrant IPA. People thinking I'm struggling reading. No, it's just it's the cans font. and the font. Yeah. Written sideways on the can yeah. when you've already opened <laughs> Open. the can so you can't turn it sideways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good call, they make, Mike. Good call. They make good stuff, man. Oh uh, yeah, let's jump right into the news. Uh, not much going on. Um, we've <laughs> yeah. got uh, it's all like basically like when it comes to, like casting and announcements, it's all like really rumors. Okay, yeah. With the strike still going on, nothing's official. Some things might be well before the strike hit. Is that these were the people they were talking to? Before this was in talks. But one of the things is that Thor Five is reportedly. In development at Marvel yeah. Studios. Oh. And okay. the kind of controversial thing is that Taika Waititi might return to direct this one as well. Really? That's um, controversial? Just because people didn't like that last one. Like Love and Thunder maybe mm-hmm. just overdid it. But hey, he's a great director. Yeah, he is. Maybe he will take, learn his yeah. lesson for a back, lack of a better phrase. Sure, yeah. And see what the public didn't like. Yeah. Yeah, so... Figured it'd be a Thor five at some point. Yeah, you know, really... I wasn't so sure actually, because it did 
it didn't do that good at the box office, did it? It did all right. It did all right? Okay. Yeah. It was just, like, not received well yeah. at all. And, um, but yeah, no, I totally, like, he is a great, I okay, if you're just, like, this Marvel fanboy and, like, you don't like Love and Thunder, you can't dismiss him as a filmmaker. Yeah. He's made some of the best, like, comedies, you know, of, like, the past few decades, right? So, like, you can't just dismiss him as a filmmaker because he made Love and Thunder, which is, like, you know. One thing to just read in this article, and something's mentioned before, is uh, there might, would be, a, like, a change of tone, really. Because okay. Hemsworth admitted that in Love and Thunder, it just became too silly. Yeah. Kind of a deal. So, if he wanted to reprise the role, he would want a, a change in tone. Probably more towards the Ragnarok or Infinity yeah. War. Right. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Just some jokes didn't land in that movie. Mm. Did I say some to me? Like Most. all of them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just Most, if not all. Very con- inconsistent tone wise. Yeah. That movie. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. What else we got? Uh, so. Monsters, the Godzilla, King Kong world sure. has that tv show coming out oh uh, yeah on apple tv but yeah. not hbo max the no. company, which the parent company yes owns Warner brothers godzilla yeah. or like that universe yeah right um <laughs> they announced the title of the show finally oh it's never been really announced really? Uh, it's called monarch legacy of monsters monarch being like the government company, organization yeah. that tracks them down yeah and i don't know if i mentioned that both kurt and wyatt russell are in the show Really? Wow. What a what a cast. And uh basically it's a from what I'm reading, uh they're playing uh the same character but different time periods. Okay, that's cool. So kinda would have wished if they like, you know, they could interact interact or whatever. But uh, yeah, but other than that's a really great alternative to have yeah. play the same character. But yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I kind of like Wyatt. I feel like does and doesn't look so much like Kurt Russell. Like there's sometimes like he only looks like Wyatt. He only looks like Kurt Russell yeah. when you know that he is Kurt Russell's son. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. if you didn't know that, you wouldn't necessarily be like. That guy looks like Kurt Russell. That looks like a young Kurt Russell. But if it's like, that's Kurt Russell's son, you're like, oh, yes, of course it is. He's got that kind of look. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We got uh, Emily Blunt saying that the script for Edge of Tomorrow 2 is finally complete. Oh, yeah. Um, One of the most underrated yeah people really like it. sci-fis of yeah. the last decade i haven't seen it i've heard really good things uh poorly advertised yeah. with the title change in between the theatrical mm-hmm. release and the dvd release but then it's still referred to because it was edge of tomorrow but then when the dvd blu-ray release came out it was called live die repeat really i yeah. thought that that was just like the slogan that the, was the like the, the slogan yeah but they changed changed it, it for wow i didn't know that and then because people think the reason why the movie bombed was because of the cheesy name of Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And it's based on a novel or graphic novel okay. called Live, Die, Repeat. Ah, uh, yeah. Or, no. I think it's even something like, all you need is kill, I think is what it's called, actually. Oh, okay. So, they just went with a more generic sounding 
mm. name. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got uh, yeah. The rest of the basic rest of the news I got is rumored castings oh, yeah. for some upcoming Disney live action. Oh, um, not Fantastic Four. No. Whoa. No, nothing new on that front. That's new. Um, we got Hercules. Okay. Which is being directed by Guy Ritchie. Right. Produced by the Russo brothers. Uh, Taron Egerton. Oh, yeah. He's been rumored to be the, uh, the front runner for Hercules. Mm. And Ariana Grande for the lead of uh, Meg. Oh, okay. Yeah. Meg? Meg. I thought it was Jane. No, that's Tarzan. What did you say? Hercules. Hercules! <laughs> <laughs> I heard, you said, you totally said Hercules. I heard Tarzan. <laughs> Meg, okay, yeah. Okay, but yeah, I still don't, like, I've seen the animated Hercules, probably just like the once, and I can, I could not think of, until you just said that, I wouldn't have known that that was the female character's name. Well, think of Jane. Yes. But, like, put her in, like... Yeah. The in, like, Greek... Greek mythology yeah. era. Or world. Yeah. You got Meg. There it is. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, people have been calling for this ever since the live-action remake was announced. Is that, yes, Disney is talking to Danny DeVito. He uh-huh. plays his role as Phil. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Uh, for the live-action Princess and the Frog movie... Okay. Sure. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o. Oh, yeah. Is in talks, rumored, yeah. you know, for the lead, yeah, yeah, uh, Princess Tiana, yeah, believe I that's right, yeah, yep. And then to the, moving on to the live action adaptation of Tangled. Wow. Okay. Uh, Florence Pugh was apparently in talks oh. for the lead, yeah, yeah, of Rapunzel, yeah. Okay. So, take all that news, take it all, soak it all in. Sure. And wow. Yeah. These are all, like, I feel like these are all very, like, I've, you know, I follow movie news a lot, and I see, like, a lot of fan casting and stuff like that. All this, this seems like, because I've seen, like, people want Taron Edgerton as mm. Hercules. Yeah. I've always joked about, like, what Chris is Disney yeah. to be Hercules. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, so this is kind of those things where it's, like, Disney could easily just be saying, like, we, we want a Taron Edgerton, like... Yeah, you know, or uh, Florence Pugh like, you know, actress. And then like, could just be like someone on the inside, like is gonna like leak some information yeah. out there, so see people what people are say. still talking about her. Yeah, properties yeah, and it really feels like time, so yeah, and it and it feels like they are just throwing. Like it's interesting, yeah, because like the princess and the frog, I guess that that's getting up there i guess in in age but it's really still like somewhat recent that's well that's the most like recent yeah 2d animation one yeah yeah i don't yeah you're that's right huh yeah. but then i just feel like yeah they're like if they're remaking like tangled already like yeah, that, 2009 for princess of Frog, like relative like for like yeah, remaking yeah i when they're like remaking like uh snow white and mm. there's both uh peter pan Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. When they jumped to 2009. Yeah. I mean, they're also doing a lot of Moana, which came out in the last, like, six, seven yeah. years. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hmm. They're, any minute now, they're going to announce a live action Frozen. Mm. Wow. Uh, and the last bit of news, which is, 
Actually, sorry, I got one more bit before the big news, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, Amazon Prime, uh, they renewed two shows, and people were excited for it, but they took the word back and canceled them instead. Whoa! Uh, the Peripheral, which started Chloe Moretz. Okay, Chloe Grace Moretz. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that got renewed and then canceled. Wow. And then A League of Their Own. They okay. had a season for that. Yeah. It was all right, from what I remember. Yeah. Yeah, they only got renewed for, I mean, it looked like it was like doomed from the beginning yeah. for the second season. Yeah. They only got renewed at the time for a four episode season two. Wow. Opposed to like, I think maybe the 10, eight or 10 episode season one was. Mm-hmm. And then now it's officially dead. Mm-hmm. They're not going to bother. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's rude. Yeah. You know. And then the biggest news. Mike and I. Yeah. Okay. We have a reunion. In the works. Yeah, yeah. For the first time in 20 years. Yeah. NSYNC is doing a song for the next Trolls movie. <laughs> oh. That's... This is exciting. For yes, it is. someone. Someone out there is excited. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Trolls franchise has JT. Okay. And yeah. he's like the, one of the lead characters in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next movie, Trolls Band Together. I'm trying to find a little plot here, uh, but we'll feature a new song by InSync, which will mark the boy band's first collaboration since 2001. Wow, really? Huh. Uh, I thought they were around longer than that, but I don't know anything. Yeah, he was not a big InSync fan. Nope. They probably stopped in 2000. Mm. Or 2001. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's that's cool. Have any of those other guys done anything? I think they've all tried to dabble in like yeah. the solo career thing, but uh, I think uh, out of all the other ones that get famous. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's the news I got for you. Okay. Um, I'm sorry if you wanted like a lot of news, but no, that's okay, man. I I'm good. I mean, like you know, that strike's still going on, and I feel like this is gonna be what news will be like going forward, right? I mean, it's just going to be studios kind of trickling out little bits of information yeah. and like, yeah, because we're not going to hear a lot. You know, there was a few things where you're like, Emily Blunt was talking about this, but like... And like, those were like, you are like pre-strike. Like, ah, uh, comments or something. Comments or interviews. Well, they have to be, really. Yeah. Yeah, because they're not really supposed to be doing well, anything like they, that, right? Right. Now, right. And so, like, people are probably like, digging into like old, yeah, yeah, interviews, yeah. stuff that kind of threw on the side, and just be like, mm-hmm. "All right, let's go through and see." But, uh, yeah, yeah, that's the news until things happen again. Mm-hmm. Until the pay your actors, start... pay your white yeah, writers. exactly. <laughs> you say you're bragging about saving money. Yeah, that means you have the money. That's all you're saying is, yeah. even if you weren't saving that money. It's there. Yeah. Stop giving the executives bonuses when, you know, they're not doing anything creatively yeah. to make you that money to begin with. Anyway. So, you uh, get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's jump right into the reviews. Uh, okay. Defoe Fest. Uh, for people who don't know, here at Real Dreams, we've taken it upon ourselves to watch the great filmography of the great actor, Willem Defoe. Uh, we started in 1980. We're working... All the way through. If we can find it, we're watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, I'm going to talk about two movies. Oh, man. And Mike's going to listen. Yeah. Oh, man. I Yeah, I've really slacked off here lately. Because uh, I feel like 
I watched the last one, but then it's been a while, even before that last one that I watched. Like, I, I, oh no, I, yeah, so Motherless Brooklyn, and then there was an Abel Ferreira one before that. Yeah, so I did watch two uh, in a row. Then. Yeah, and there's that, I think there's an animated movie before that you didn't watch. I didn't watch, yeah. So I've been I've been skipping a few lately. Yeah, making me do all the heavy lifting over uh, here. Yeah, yeah. Oof. Was it uh, a rough week? So rough two weeks. No. Yeah. Well, let's One, go. Let's go. With, I'm sure. Let's go with because Siberia is the first. So we got two movies. Yeah. We got Siberia and we got Togo. Yeah. Um, synopsis on the internet makes them sound like similar movies. Yeah. Yeah. About yeah. A dog sledding adventure. Oh, okay. Even Siberia. So even Siberia. Oh. Uh, well, I kind of I want to reach because like Togo was a Disney thing, Disney right? movie. It was like, one of like the first things that I think came up for Disney Plus, like a Disney Plus oh, original. Okay. But uh, just one second, guys. Siberia movie. Yeah, and Siberia was another Abel Ferreira directed movie, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah. I don't think we've watched a good Abel Ferreira movie. His last one was the best one. It still wasn't that Tommaso. One. Yeah, it was I would say the best one of the ones. But it still wasn't it good. It wasn't good. Yeah. Um. So where was? Because he has a dog sled in oh. this movie. Wow. I was trying to find the synopsis. And they both came out in 2019, right? Yeah. Uh. So just this, this is like the Wikipedia premise. They don't even like. It's not even that big of a movie. I have a full on like plot breakdown yeah, yeah, yeah. uh clint an english speaker has abandoned his former life and now runs a bar in siberia where most of the most of the few guests do not speak english he suffers from hallucinations and embarks on a dog sled journey hmm. to a nearby cave where he confronts his dreams and memories including of his father brother former wife and son trying to make sense of his life uh-huh. and togo is about the story of bringing medicine up north via dog sled anywho Siberia, let's get there. Yeah. You ready for it? Real fucking done. <laughs> I don't know. I could. Rid- yeah. The, the worst thing, oh, I think. Oh, really? Even worse than New Rose Hotel? Which you couldn't you couldn't finish, New Rose Hotel. I might give that a, give me a chance. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go back and finish that one. But I don't know what the fuck I remember. watched in Siberia. Okay, but you gotta remember with New Rose Hotel, if you get to like the halfway point, the rest of the movie is just kind of like replaying parts of the first half of the movie. <laughs> That's what New Rose Hotel did. But this is really this bad. is fucking really that bad, huh? It's I I don't know what happened in this movie. Okay, okay. Because I read that premise. Yeah, I'm not even sure any of that happened. There's minimal dog sledding in this. Okay, okay. He had the dog sled. Yeah, he owns a bar a cave with the dogs. They leave, he leaves him outside. Right? Yeah, okay. So, like, it's he, yeah, he's at a bar. He works at this bar or whatever. And, yeah, he's the only English-speaking person except for there's another guy there that's speaking English or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he just, it threw me out of the loop because this guy is playing as, like, a slot machine deal. Mm-hmm. And, uh, whatever, he's, like, I don't know, transcended or whatever. Wonderful, like, watching the guy, like, things, like, spin, but... Yeah. And then next thing you know, a bear attacks. In the bar? He fights a bear. In the bar. In the bar. And then it just jumps to the next scene, and that is... That is it. What are the effects, like, on that? How, 
like Willem Dafoe is fighting a bear. He fought a bear. What yeah. does it look like? Does it look good? Like it can't. It looked all right. Oh yeah. I made a lot of close up shots and stuff oh, like that. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it just jumps to like next day. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and then this pregnant woman comes in with this older lady. You know they can't speak English. And then next thing you know, the pregnant lady just gets naked. Okay. And her and Willem Dafoe do it. Right. And it's like, okay, sure, whatever. <laughs> and then, yeah, he has to, you know, he goes on a little self-adventure, goes in this case, and it's just a bunch of fucking unnecessary violence, nudity, <laughs> blood, gore. Really? Okay. This, it's not. I don't like. I don't know who the movie's for. Yeah. Who, who are Abel Ferreira's movies for? What's his target audience here? I don't know. Because, like, even, like, I fucking hated Antichrist. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's a really stupid, like, artsy, pretentious. Yeah. But I was like, at least I know who it's for. It's for the artsy, pretentious. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. Target. Like, he, and, like, he's come out, at least, we know that he, like, makes some, these movies to get people talking and yeah. he wants to, whatever. This yeah. Abel Ferreira guy, I, like, I, there's no plot in this, this movie, and like yeah. there has been plot in many of his movies. No, and and I'll, I'll highlight another big difference between Abel Ferreira and Lars von Trier is like, at least like, they're like, I don't really like Lars von Trier's like style of filmmaking, yeah. but like he has one yes. right like all the weird like almost like a documentary yeah. type thing and like the camera works very like and like the editing is very off kilter but like abel ferrera it's just so like cookie cutter yeah and like there's nothing to it and like the lot like the the because he wrote abel ferrera also writes like his own scripts maybe he like co-writes but um it's it's all just so generic and like it's yeah it's not good yeah, so I, I, this, this isn't good. I like, he's in this cave. He's hallucinating about whatever his family apparently, mm. <laughs> and like it doesn't explain like it doesn't ever go back to the bear. No, wow. And it just moves, and it's just like weird. Just like he's in this like there's just a random scene like it's it's on it's on his way to the cave or whatever, and he just like kind of like. Stops by and just just sees all these people getting like this like murdered headshot style, and then he just keeps going. I'm like, why are we showing this? Like, what what was the point of this? Hmm. And then I uh, yeah. When is this set? Do you know? Like, is it? Uh, is it? Because I know Togo was like set back in like the 20s or something like doesn't, that. Doesn't I don't think it specifies okay. during the movie when it takes place, but yeah. like. I wonder if it's because, like, Siberia, right? Like, that was just, like, the whole country was kind of, like, it used to just be, like, where, you know, Russia Russia would, like, send their yeah. criminals yeah. and stuff like that. Um, but, so, like, I was thinking maybe it's, is it set, like, during that? And, like, these are just, but I don't, I don't know. It's just, just Sounds bad. It's not good. I the first like, thing... First thing I did after I watched it, I said, well, I, I verbally said, what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> and then I went on, on the filmography, 
and I jumped for joy as I believe that's the last that's the Abel last Ferreira movie. For now. <laughs> I have to watch for now. Yeah, yeah. Will Defoe, I respect you. Yeah. I don't know what kind of friendship you have with this guy, but we're, stop we're it. good. We're good. We're good. If you don't want, you know, like you don't have to. You there's other people. I'd rather see you collaborate yeah. with again. Like, do another uh, Scorsese movie. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> uh, do another, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. You could, you could uh, really enjoy some other one. But, like, yeah, because Tommaso and this both came out in 2019, right? Or is Tommaso 2018? I think Tommaso is 2018. Okay, yeah. So it's like back Relatively to back. close. Yeah. And, like, relatively close with the other movie, Togo, just kind of, like, you know... This dog sledding yeah. thing. I was like, oh, this. Yeah. I was like, that's cool. Two of these type of movies. Because, you know, I reversed it. I watched Togo first and then mm. didn't realize I'd be here. I was like, no, by our rules, the next one. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, sweet. Like, I was like, what are the odds? Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. The dog sledding was like 0.2% of this movie. <laughs> and it was 99.8% of Abel's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, incredible. Um, it's a real, real dud. Real dud. Yeah. I can't, I can't do Abel's movies anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's, they're bad. Yeah. Um. How was Togo? Togo. Yeah. I got a bold thing to say about Togo. Okay. Which will, it's a real gem. Okay. And like I said, I think Togo was a Disney Plus exclusive. Okay. And the yeah. st- streaming service just came out. Um, I don't know if it launched, but it might be one of the first like sure. Disney Plus originals. Uh, anywho, when it comes to like all the Disney Plus original things, yeah, on there, yeah, this is the best thing. Wow! Out of all Disney Plus original. Okay, I I really wanted to watch this one. I was even t- talking to Jenna. I was like, I've heard a lot of good things about this. It's got for like a reason, ninety something percent. Yeah, for on some Rotten reason, Tomatoes. like because it came, I knew about it when it came out. Just never got around to it. And I, for some reason, I thought it was because I looked like into it a little bit, and I thought it was bad. Like oh. I, was, I was hearing bad things about it. Okay. But I think I was getting confused with because Harrison Ford. Oh, did that other dog one? Yeah, an adventure with the dog. I think that one was reviewed badly. Okay. But they both came out relatively close. Yeah. And uh, but this one, I won't like. You want to watch it? I do. I don't watch it, yeah. like the okay. the plot is very simple. It's uh, Guys he, taking medicine too. Yeah, there's like a like a isolated town in Alaska. They have like a I forget the illness that doesn't an outbreak of an illness. They get medicine. Uh, there's a storm coming, so they can't get it airdropped. Okay. Yeah. Right. So they gotta. There's like a, a dog sled team. Um, are you familiar with the story of Balto? No. That was like another dog. Like there's animated movies based on that dog. Oh, okay. And he is like the dog that get credit for like this whole thing okay yeah yeah. because he was on the last leg of the because it was a relay basically everyone there's a bunch oh. of so there was a bunch of teams oh and they uh, went like x amount of distance uh, like uh, they, they say the exact distance in the movie yeah but this one led by Willem the foe and togo the dog yeah they did like the most ah uh, sure yeah. like everyone did like let's say like 30 30 or 20 miles yeah he was there. I think his thing was like he's in the two to almost three hundred miles. Whoa! Him and his team, whatever. Wow. So, but Balto was like the last, the last lane. One. So, like yeah. when the 
news people like there was because there was like a, the news shows like little snippets of like news getting around the country like this is what's happening in Alaska or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So like there's like a journalist that at the end of it all and he goes, yeah. "Oh, I need a dog's name here. Who's the dog?" And it's like, "Oh, Balto." Yeah. So this is like the story based on like I think the tagline is like uncover the true story. Yeah, yeah. So um yeah, it's it, it's a good really really good movie. Yeah. Um it's takes place in like two different time periods basically. Uh during like the relay. Yeah. And then basically when he first like got Togo and hmm. the how he developed a relationship with the dog hmm. type of deal. And it's just Brilliant. really good. Nice. Okay. I, I really meant to watch this um, one but yeah, we've been so busy lately. And uh, yeah, so like you know, like after that, I did like a little bit of like research and like how the whole thing Wonder. happened, and like the big thing is yeah, that this dog, Balto, not to any like, the less than any credit for him. It was like, yeah, it was just one of those things where there's a statue of that dog Balto, okay. in like New York City or whatever for oh. being like the bravest dog of the world or wow. something like that. Yeah, and when like the entire like like uh, that city, I forget the city. It's been two weeks to watch the movie, so. <laughs> sure. uh, it's town like they know like what dog did like what team yeah just say dog because there's more than like the, the team yeah yeah but like they know like this one guy like led his and his dog led did like 90 percent of the work basically wow yeah yeah and then it wasn't until 2011 i read no it's actually no i think it's in the movie actually it says it wasn't until like, 2011 that like, he was like some like new york times or whatever came on so like this was actually the bravest dog of like all time or whatever. Mm, nice. So, but uh, wow. Not much to spoil because it's like a yeah, it's a true story. thing. Yeah. But like, I just don't want to spoil yeah. it because it's, uh, it's emotional. Made me tear up a little bit too. Nice. Okay. So doesn't uh from what I think you know about me and what I'm talking about yeah. doesn't it takes a lot it for me to lot. Yeah. tear up okay. or something. Yeah. Yeah. So um, really good movie. Shit, I gotta watch this. Yeah. I'm gonna watch it. I'll try to watch next week's <laughs> Defoe yeah. Fest, but uh, I'm, I'm watching this movie. I'm going yeah. to watch it. Yeah. Just thinking of, like, of all like, the things that came up for Disney Plus, so, like, this between the shows and the other movies. and Yeah. yeah Whoa, probably... are you throwing like Loki and, and WandaVision in there too? Yeah, because like, right now, give me Togo. I'll watch Togo again right now. Okay, shit. Wow, so, this is a I... good movie. <laughs> I could be overselling it, but yeah. like right now I don't feel like I am. I think it's yeah, yeah. one of the best things that Mandalorian season one. Togo. Oh, I wasn't around. Oh, oh there no. it is. Oh no, oh, no. <laughs> there it is. It, but it's up there with the Mandalorian yeah. season one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the things that came out like right when the streaming service came out were like, hey, <laughs> really let's put some point. work into our projects. Yeah. Instead of having to pump out thirty things in, in right. a year. Yeah, yeah. You know that whole like first year Disney Plus where all it had for originality was season one of the Mandalorian <laughs> yeah. and Togo probably. <laughs> yeah. And the Jeff Goldblum one that's totally gone now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Not about that. <laughs> it's probably not on there anymore. Yeah. Or it's probably on there just I think they got rid of it. I don't even think the stuff that they released like, like I the think they world took it off. according to Jeff Goldblum. I think they took it I think they released it. That was part of like their like internal like yeah. gutting of I think they removed it. Because, like, he was part of, like, the banner. It was, yeah. like, He's Marvel, Star Wars. Jeff uh, Goldblum. <laughs> um, Marvel, Star Wars. What else was... What was another... Whatever. Oh, uh, National Ge- oh, yeah, yeah. Geography, whatever. Yeah. Geographic, whatever. 
And then Jeff Goldblum. It was like literally like there. logos and then Jeff's face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure it's gone. <laughs> I know they took out like the Mighty Ducks show they did. Mm. And then that Willow thing. Yeah. With the, like under six months of that Willow show. Right. And then it's just gone. Gone like that. That's why I like physical copies, people. Yeah. And like I mentioned, I think I mentioned it last episode, like they're it's starting like in some nations they're starting Disney's not doing DVDs and Blu-rays. Yeah, it's like no Australia or whatever. Yeah. And like that's how it starts because they're gonna be like, oh, this they're not making money. Mm-hmm. All you're doing is convincing more people to pirate. Yeah. With everything going on, that's all you're doing. Mm-hmm. But uh Yeah, it's not a, not a good practice. <laughs> Um, we're just, you know, chugging along on this episode here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched, uh, I watched some things. None of them were Defoe Fest, but <laughs> I watched some things. I got a decent little list too. Okay. Uh, let's get rid of the. Let me go that talk to Tilbro. So, um, if you want to go first, you can okay. go. Yeah, I um uh started watching the new season of uh, Futurama, and I'm caught up with that. It's really good. Like, it's so good. It's, you know, I wish, I still wish it's like, it didn't, didn't do, it. do it, you know, <laughs> just leave it as it was because it had a really good ending because now it's like, what if they doesn't do well yeah. and like it tips, like maybe they'll get another season, but like, you know, eventually. How's, it, how's, it, how's this run going to end? Yeah. Are they going, basically. are they going to have as good of an ending? They won't. No. <laughs> they can't. So it's kind of like that thing where like i like it it's really good i just still wish it did not happen you know um and uh, but yeah really good uh we finished the third third season of succession we're like two episodes into season four still good so good man like so good i can't like all of the acting in that show is incredible it's weird it's weird like i've heard nothing but no matter what who's talking about the show yeah great things yeah i've never heard about the show until like this last season i think oh okay yeah i out. i remember hearing about it like in and out throughout this whole run but i feel like now yeah it's really like like because the last season i think people really really liked because like a, when that when it ended there was a huge like no it was like there was like a little like internet debate like what show ended better mm. it was ted lasso barry and succession, succession. yeah and you know the you know the good people were like you kind of can't compare to the three of them yeah. almost yeah yeah he was like they they they're all they all ended good on their own yeah but um yeah I'm excited I'm excited man like I uh I can totally see why like the four lead at like the guy like the four like people the were, Global or yeah they were they, all nominated yeah for. like all four of these guys i'm like yeah i totally get it like uh uh jeremy strong who plays one of the lead characters jeremy or jeffrey no jeremy jeremy strong yeah i think he is like one of the best actors going around right now because like he just plays this like super complicated character and then he could just like flip the switch into like all of these different mo- like so easily and it's just like Oh man, this is like incredible. And then like, yeah, just the writing. Brian Cox. Yeah. I don't know if I've said this on the show. I think I did to Nick uh, when Nick was here recently. Like, I think the character that Brian Cox plays 
is one of the scariest characters in all media, like including horror movie like icons. Like the character yeah. he plays is scarier than like Freddy, scarier than Jason. <laughs> like, I'm, like he is, he is terrifying. Room, like, yeah, like just horror, basically. Yeah, like literally, it it makes be scared for like the fictional characters that he's sharing space with it's just like because he could just like again like flip a switch and he's just yeah you don't know what he's gonna do what he's gonna say and it's kind of interesting yeah like some characters are like kind of starting to call him out for that and it's just like it doesn't matter to him like he's so rich and powerful like oh it's incredible it's it's one of the best shows i've ever seen and yeah um uh how to with john wilson uh started up it's it's third and final season that that's just a really great show it's a documentary series um but it's like so good it's hbo and i have talked about it on the show a bit but um yeah this is their third and final season they're like quick little things half hour episodes and each one is like a separate documentary but it's just like really funny because he just picks like the most random thing. Like I think the most recent episode was like, uh, oh, it was like how to how to lose weight. But then like other ones this season so far have been uh, how to clean your ears and how to um, find a public restroom. It is all like set. It's like he lives in New York, yeah. and it's very it it does the most because it's a documentary like it paints new york in the most realistic grossest way possible (laughs) and it's just like i don't know why anyone would really want to live there to be honest and it's just like but it's incredible like the amount of amount of stuff because he's just like a person who's he just has a camera and he's just it's like a first person documentary so like it's literally just him shooting and he's just shooting and shooting like all day, yeah. every day. And then he puts together a documentary based on this one thing. But then it grows into like something much bigger than that. And then he usually ends up going around. And it's it is just incredible. Um, and it's really good. And I'll go kind of sad that it's that big, to be honest. But like each one is so good. There was one episode in the second season that like made me care. This was before Avatar 2 came out. But like... I don't even know what it was. I forget which one it is, but then he ends up spending this like a good amount of time with this avatar fan group Okay. that just like came together. Like again, like years before the second movie even comes out, but like they just bonded over the first one so much. And like, it's like so emotional, like it, it's so incredible. And like all of these people and like, you know, they're like these nerdy kids, but then like, they have this thing that all brings them together and it's like, it's incredible awesome. and it's yeah. So good. Um, yeah, that's, that's really good. And this one, like, and it's always so funny too, because like he it's from his perspective, but then he's always like making it seem like this is something you're trying to figure out. So like, yeah. but it's like him. So he's like, Oh, you go to, you know, the grocery store and this person's doing this. So you try to do this, but like, he's acting as if it's you in the situation, but he's, you know, talking about himself. It's like what he's doing. Um, one thing that's kind of going on with this season that I don't like as much is like, 
he is because most of the time in like the first and second season is like you know you hear the people that he's talking to but it's all just like his narration yeah this this season it's including a lot of his like actual on the spot dialogue with them and it feels different like it should like it should be i don't know why it feels so different to me but it does but it's still amazing yeah it's uh, yeah it's one of the best shows ever um so good and then also the third season started of only murders in the building and we started watching that there are like three episodes they dropped one and two when it first uh premiered and then the third episode has come out as well it's really good i i really like it um I'm okay with the show wrapping up too, though. Yeah. Like if it wraps up, I'm, I'm I think totally you're okay with, with the first season. If it didn't yeah, play. yeah, it would have been okay. Yeah, but, um, as long as it's good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the first season did end up with a cliffhanger, though. But season two, and then yeah, season two, they did end up with a cliffhanger. But like, it, if they my get rid of the cliffhanger, yeah, yeah, like they just kind of like. Yeah. Wrapped up as solo stories. Yeah, like season two, the cliffhanger felt really tacked on. Yeah. Um, but like now it's it's playing out and like I like it. It's good. Yeah. yeah. Uh Paul Rudd's in this season. Yeah, I was gonna ask, like, how significant is his role? Because doesn't he like Okay, we'll jump in spoiler territory. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't he like get introduced but also die at the end of season two? Maybe. <laughs> so I was like mm. No, nah, he's in it. Because, yeah. like, when he was announced in it, a bunch of people were like, you going to watch the show now? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, he is one of my favorites, so I do want to get to it. But Because mm-hmm. yeah, no, I know good. we started season one, so I probably want to just go right back to episode one, season one, and mm-hmm. go yeah. through it all. It's, yeah, I would say, overall, yeah, season one was the best. It experimented. It, they do still experiment, and, like, the formats of the yeah. episode will change for every episode. But, um but season one was yeah, yeah really they had the great. One, they had that episode where they don't talk. Yeah, about it. yeah. There's no dialogue. There's until the very end. Yeah. Like Steve Martin says, like one line. <laughs> we did it or something like that. <laughs> um, and then uh, yeah, but they did like other things throughout. There was like yeah, there's like an episode all from like yeah Martin Short's point of view, and he was you know hallucin not hallucinating, but imagining a lot of things happening as like a stage production. Okay. And, like so yeah they did a lot of like cool little things in that first season and they still do but um yeah i'd say overall it's probably like diminishing returns yeah and it's like i'm okay with it ending and like jenna especially she she's like she like pointed out this thing too of like they already had like three of the biggest stars you know like they had steve martin martin short and, and selena gomez and then and then like now this season, they're you know Paul Rudd's there. Meryl Streep mm-hmm. is in this season, and she's just like, it's it's hard. Like it's just distracting. It feels like they're just adding these big stars. And yeah, it's like the show's getting bigger. So yeah, bigger. and like they, you know, everyone has connections. So it's like springing. Yeah, it's like now the star power is kind of like mm-hmm. overshadowing the yeah. plot. Almost. Yeah, it kind of feels like that. But like Paul Rudd's character is like, yeah, this. Almost, it kind of reminds me of like James Marsden in uh, 
in Jury Duty. Yeah. He's kind of playing that character. Like, James Marsden was playing a fictional version of himself. And, like, Paul Rudd kind of does feel like he's playing a fictional version of himself. It's not. Yeah. Like, he's playing, you know, a, but he's playing a different actor. Like, he's playing this fictional yeah. actor that acted in, like, a superhero movie called so, Cobro. where so he's he, like, a parody of himself. Yes, kind of, yeah. So, in a, like, even just the things he's doing is, like... It's kind of similar to like what James Marsden was doing in yeah. Jury Duty and like you know being a a dick like yeah. uh, so, but it's good and then yeah like Meryl Streep's good in it too, um, but uh, yeah I'd be okay with it wrapping up you know yeah, yeah just it, like shows should just always I think three's good you know three's good recently three's been like three's been like really good just just I was wrapping thinking, up yeah like recently with all the shows and like even like. Me being a big Ted Lasso fan, three mm-hmm. seasons is great, and like Shrinking was great, and they said like they're only doing three, three seasons, and it's just like, yeah, three's three's a good number, and you know. Like, I think what well, another great show, The Boys. I think some that people were thinking ended. that yeah. season three should have been the finale of that, and then they've already confirmed that like this fourth season is not the finale either, and then it's like okay, might like, be pushing it, yeah, but yeah. Like, let's not ten season this, and then next no. thing you know, everyone hates. Mm-hmm. You know, don't let's not Walking Dead Thrones were eventually. Yeah. But yeah, Walking Dead. I think Walking Dead would be a better example. Yeah. I think that one that went on for like that one went on a lot longer after people. Yeah, say the quality would drop. Yeah. down in Game of Thrones, where I feel people only say like the last season dropped. Yeah. Exactly, quality yeah. type deal. But uh, yeah, anything else there, Mike? Uh, no, that's about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I got a little list here. Um. So uh, let's go through some rewatches. I got a couple rewatches. Uh, for s- actually only two rewatches, but uh, for whatever reason, I was in the mood to watch like some of the live action. I would say like Disney stuff or whatever. Okay. But I didn't go with. I went with Snow White and the Huntsman. Okay. And then its sequel, Huntsman's The Winter's War. Okay. I just a random. I was like, yeah, let's give them like I. Seen the first one. Oh, yeah. Thought it was okay. You know, it was a decent little action thing. And then I was like, I wanted to rewatch it because like, that was at a time where, you know, I just despised actors and actresses because they were in, like, another franchise. Kristen Stewart. I was like, oh, she sucks. And she's in Twilight. Mm. I was like, oh, let's rewatch it again, knowing that actors and actresses are... Just do roles. Man. Just do like, roles. And yeah. Shouldn't be just, like... Discounted for one for thing. For being one thing, yeah. And, uh, see, so yeah, I watched the first, yeah, I watched the first one, Snow White and the Huntsman. Fine adaptation. Yeah. Of the whole story. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's fine. Like, it's not, like, great. It's not bad. Yeah. It's fine. And then, um, the sequel came out, and then, like, clearly Hollywood didn't think his, think Stewart was a big enough star mm. in this. So, they're like, like, Chris Hemsworth, his star then was going up. At the time, so like, hey, let's have a movie just all about him. His movie was all right. Like okay. they're they're both the same amount of all right. Uh, they're real yeah. math, real math for both of them. Like, okay, they're not great. They're not bad. Yeah. Um. The only my only issue with like the second one is so I'm gonna spoil the Snow White franchise for the people out there. The Snow White and the Huntsman wouldn't. franchise. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Theron. She's the what the hell is the villain's name in Snow White? Mm. Is it just the evil queen? R- R- Ravona? R- Ravena? 
Raven something. There's the word oh, Raven's in the name. Sure, why not? She's a, the evil queen in the first one. Yeah, yeah. You know, gives Snow White the hey, hey, eat, eat the fucking apple. Mm, okay. And then she dies in the first one. And then yeah. the second one's all about. Uh, basically, the plot is the. So Charlize Theron had a sister, Emily, who was played by Emily Blunt. Okay. Um, she basically hates humans. She has like the power of fuck. She's she's evil Elsa. She frees oh. people, but she's evil because her kid, her uh, she was like secretly with a guy royalty, and then like he was like allegedly like killed their baby because he's like I can't have any like connection to our relationship or whatever. Oh. So she went all Yikes. evil for love. She's like, no one's allowed to love yeah. type of deal. Yeah. And then, <laughs> kind of a decent, yeah, so Emily Blanc Crimson has what's Jessica Chastain. is also in the Huntsman, Huntsman one. But the whole thing of that one is the mirror goes missing. And people want the mirror. Yeah. So the Huntsman gets tired. magic. You go get it. So the big twist is... Charlie Theron's character is is the mirror. Oh, because like, because uh, when the the I'm gonna jump back from movies here. Sure. So like, I'm pretty sure back when the first one came out, it was like, oh, just having someone in the mirror is too cheesy, <sighs> right? So they gotta make it like almost like a a human. So like a human comes out of the, oh, like the of the mirror and it's yeah. like, hey, Snow White's the one you should despise because. She's the fairest of them She's all. She's the fairest, right? So then, like, Shadow Theron becomes somehow, when she died, transferred her soul into the mirror. Mm. So they just wanted to make her, like, the bad guy, basically, because they kind of wanted to give Emily Blunt's character a little bit of redemption type of deal. Yeah. So, but, uh, long story short, two movies, two all rights, two <laughs> mags. Yeah. If you don't watch them, it's going to be fine. Yeah. Um, and then my only other rewatch. Is I proclaimed this in our group chat a couple days ago when I watched it. I will rewatch what I think is the most underrated movie since the year 2000. Yeah? Yeah. Which is... I don't think it's talked about enough. I think it's one of the most hilarious movies that come out. What? Pop star. Never stop. Oh, yeah. Never stopping. That is so good. Huh? I think that's one of those. That <laughs> has to be. Yeah. Yeah. Top five on most underrated movie of all time. Yeah. It was. I remember when the movie came out, it was advertised poorly. Yeah. It was advertised as a... Because at that time, there were like those random concert movies coming yeah, out. Yeah, okay. Like Justin Bieber yeah, had a concert. Yeah, yeah. And then... And the title is like specifically... It's called like... I think his was parenting. like... Never Stop Something or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then so this was like... The title of this one like parody yeah. that. So everyone thought it was just like a parody concert, yeah. I think. yeah. And when I watch it, it's a great comedy. It's so good. The Lonely Island crew are hilarious. They're just amazing. People that work on something. Yeah. And it's just unfortunate that it didn't make money, so they kind of don't do bigger things anymore. anymore. Yeah, because like, yeah, because they they did like Hot Rod. Yeah. And then like that was like, that was funny. I don't think that one. I think it's good. I think it Yeah, yeah, I think that was hilarious too. Yeah. But I don't think that one made money, but that one had a very small budget. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. And then, like, this one came out, and, like, it clearly has a, a bigger, bigger budget. Bu- yeah, it's sprawling. Yeah. Right? I know it didn't make money at all. Yeah. It was, like, and then, like, yeah, I don't think they've done much since, like, mm-hmm. I mean, they've... Obviously, yeah, they've collaborated. They've, they've ended done. Saturday Night Live. Like, yeah. Like, their run ended. Yeah. 
So. And the, but like they've worked up, like they were all in. Um, they all well, picked... then they weren't all in. I think the, they were the all Weird Al stuff. The Weird Al movie. I know one of them. Was... And there's uh, the Chippen. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, movie. yeah. I think all three of them were yeah. part of that. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, Sandberg yeah. and uh, Dacoma, I think. Yeah. One th- or no, Kiva Schaefer, I think directed it. That's right. He directed it. Right? Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. It's just I just wish they. I wish that was more successful, so I can see them do more things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just feels like, but maybe just maybe it's just because yeah, because he did Brooklyn Nine Nine shortly after the movie too, probably. So that probably was it. Okay, I thought maybe it was like during Brooklyn. Maybe Nine-Nine. it was. Yeah. Uh, it was just yeah. Andy Samberg should be a more bigger comedian icon mm-hmm. than he is. Really, I think he's very underrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I think. I mean, it's just. We're in an era where comedy movies aren't really a thing anymore. No, yeah. And they're hard to come by. Mm-hmm. Good I mean, ones, anyway. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. Real gem, I can't, I can't recommend. Yeah, it's so good. Um, yeah. I'm always, I'm I've always, been... my two favorite comedies of all time. This and uh, This is the End. Oh, yeah. Okay. I just have a great time. <laughs> yeah. That one, I laugh every time. Okay. I know what's happening. Yeah, I should I rewatch love. This is the End, but I did, because um, I've watched, like, Popstar once on my own. Yeah. So good. I did try to rewatch it once. I was watching it with Jenna, and she was really liking it, but something, it was, like, early on in, like, Cordelia's life, or daughter, or <laughs> our, uh, youngest daughter, I should say, um... And she was just like up every few like minutes, so we were watching. We got maybe like halfway through, and it was just like, I'm not enjoying this because yeah. like our daughter just won't stop crying, yeah. so we just had to get. But I've been I've been meaning to go back and re rewatch it yeah. or like finish that rewatch yeah. at least. And, uh, it's so good, yeah, so good. Um, for the new things I've watched the <laughs> last two weeks there. Um, watched a horror comedy called The Blackening. Okay. Um, it's, uh, the tagline of that one is, uh, we're all black, so we all can't die first. <laughs> and uh, okay. it just, like, kind of plays on that trope trope yeah. or whatever. Um, really good. Real gem. I think it's funny. Who's involved with this? Dude? No real no big, big names okay. in it. I don't even know how I came across yeah. it. I just, was this on streaming service? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think you meant to say yes. yes. <laughs> um, I think I can't remember how I came across it, and then I saw that like it reviewed well. I was like, okay, give it a watch. Um, yeah, it makes like uh, you know, it makes fun of the tropes of horror movies. It's a cabin in the woods parody of. As well, you know, and it's just, uh, you know, they play like a, there's like a board game, they're playing that and things escalate and, you know, yeah, it's a easy, easy breezy watch, real gem. Um, I watched uh, No Hard Feelings, speaking of comedies, this is uh, Jennifer Lawrence's. Uh, I think I heard of this. She came out of a comedy this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, real gem, that was pretty funny. Kind of brand new, so I don't really like delving too much okay but it's yeah her nice scene different watch scene her take like a comedy it's mm. a rom-com oh a little okay. raunchy yeah one though so but basically the plot is she basically needs money 
Yeah, it's sort of, I think they said it was based on like a true article they found on like Craigslist oh. of like parents trying to find someone to date and slash sleep with their son. Whoa. And it was just like, they wanted to, like they saw that and they wanted to make a movie about how like ridiculous that is. Mm. So that's basically that is she needs money like to pay to make sure she doesn't lose the her house. So she comes across this ad like, hey, date her son. And we'll give you this car, and she needs the car to like, keep her job going or whatever. Hmm. Uh, Weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> silly. Like, the whole thing's absurd. Like, yeah, it's not, yeah. like, promoting any of this whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. And they, I think they've had to come out and be like, we're not, like, because people either didn't watch the movie and just saw the trailer, or, like, you're promoting, like, right. sex workers. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, cause it, it's, it's like, not, not a, a bad thing. Yeah. Like, you know, just, you're promoting sex for money, basically. And, like, they're like, no, we're actually making fun of, like, parents who, like, do too much for their kids. Yeah. Uh, type of deal. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Broderick's the father in this. Uh, okay. And I'm watching this movie, I'm like, who the hell? That's fucking Inspector Gadget. Oh, wow. <laughs> Suck it, Ferris Bueller. <laughs> <laughs> Cop that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, really funny. I really liked it. Then I watched, uh, we watched uh, Heart of Stone. Okay. New oh. Netflix with Gal Gadot. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, I suppose you it's have to think about it. Notice. You gotta give it a real dud, I guess. <laughs> okay. Just because it's a James Bond spy espionage movie that just takes things from other movies. There's nothing this movie did that was slightly different than anything that I've seen mm. in any other spy movie. And even like, like I we watched it and I was like, well, that's just almost the plot of the newest Mission Impossible movie. Huh. Type of deal. This came out like two months ago. Yeah, yeah. So that, and then it's just like, oh, so it, it real dud. Oh, sure. Torn between Matt and Dud, but yeah. we always said if you had to think about it, yeah, probably. yeah, yeah. But if you're teetering more. between the two, I think you gotta defer to Dud. And then, uh, the last movie here, I, I watched. Shortly before coming here to record this, oh, uh, going to see what movie were we going to see in theaters? I think it was Barbenheimer Day. Oh, we're walking up and we see this poster for this movie called Cobweb, and I was like, never heard of it, but I looked at it like Anthony Starr. I was like, well, yeah, I gotta give it a watch. He has that pole mm-hmm. on me, like you know, you don't see him do really anything outside of the boys, mm. and if you find him, it's usually something he did before. Yeah. Michelle and I was like, oh, that's a, a horror movie. So I was like, yeah, I'll give it a watch. Once again, kind of looked at some reviews. I'm like, yeah, it's not reviewing badly. Give it a watch. It's pretty good. Okay. Um, it's yeah, I'll give it a real gem. I don't. Uh, it's really short. It's only like an hour, twenty hour and a half mm. max type of deal. So it's very. I thought, like I told after we watched it, I was like, it felt like the fastest hour and a half ever. Hmm. It just paced quickly. I think it should have been a little bit longer to kind of elaborate, elaborate on, on some certain things. Cause like, I had to Google something after the movie. It's never good to get the Google yeah. a thing. But I maybe I just didn't hear the explanation properly in the hmm. movie. Because like, Google had the answer, so the movie had to have been right. said, said it, right? So I was like, maybe I just didn't understand. Because, yes, yeah, it's a very fat. It's just plot-wise, won't spoil too much. It's a brand-new movie, really, and I recommend it. Uh, it's just like you gotta 
Uh, so you got a mom, mother, and a father, uh, Lizzie Kaplan and Anthony yeah. Starr. They have yeah. a son. Yeah. Um, he's basically hearing a voice and like hearing things in their house. Oh. And you know it's it elaborates on that and it's creepy vibes for the whole house. Hmm. And kind of find out why his parents are weird. Oh. Type of deal. Yeah, yeah. So uh, really, uh, yeah, like, real Joe, I recommend it. Give it a watch. It's a quick hour and a half. It's just very quick. Like it's so quick. Like it's like man, yeah. it's like take some time to kind of like expand some care the depth. Yeah, almost. yeah, like, yeah. It would have been feel even bad better. worse if it yeah know, would have connected more of like, but it just feels like it just jumps and it's like almost like you have to assume something mm. happened. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, uh, that's all I got for reviews. Okay, fun. Um, what are we doing for time? Like we're an hour four. Hour four. Oh, we got time to play a game then. Nice. Um, so we will throw Justin on the bus. On the bus, but we were. I was yeah, we were kind of expecting another a one. third person. Yeah. So I was trying to think of like a two-player ah, game, yeah. but we can still do it. We'll compete against each other. Oh, because this one isn't really something. Because I once again kind of made up this game as yeah, I'm yeah. driving here. Yeah, you don't. Uh, you don't have the answers. I. It's not a quiz. Oh, okay. By any means. Okay. Um, it's kind of basically what we're gonna do. I have a number generator here from one to one hundred. I'm gonna press it, and for example, it gives me sixty-eight. We're going to try to think of movies that have that score on Rotten Tomatoes. Whoa. And see how well our knowledge is of like what's good and what's bad, basically. Oh, yeah. okay. And then like whoever gets closest to that Let's percentage. do prices Right closest without yeah. going over. Yeah. Okay. And then, <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I could use my phone to check your movies and you use your phone to check oh, my yeah. movies okay. type of deal. Yeah, yeah. But, uh. Figured do maybe some ten rounds of this maybe we'll see how it goes might yeah go so well so nice um so we are gonna go with I just whatever it is and press back <laughs> um you meant to go forwards <laughs> not backwards so we're gonna start with a low thirty three percent now we just movies just movies just movies and the only rule I'm thinking of is any movies we mention in any round can't be used for future rounds. So if you say a movie that you found out you thought it was 30 but had like 70 or whatever. Yeah. And then we have like a 71, you can't just go be like, oh, going back to the first Oh, movie. right. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, any sense that like, every movie's different, any movie of a franchise can be said. You could say Fast Furious 2 in yeah. one round. Yeah. You can say the fourth one in another round. Okay, okay. You just that's can't cool. use it again. You just can't use that particular movie. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, 33%. That's a good rule. Um, let's go with. Um, I'm going to go with Black Adam. Okay. Black Adam? Yeah. I'm going to go Dumbo, the live action remake Dumbo. So Black the Adam. Tim Burton yes. directed one there. All right. Survey says for Dumbo. 2019, 46%. Oh, you got it. Wait. I mean, I guess we both went over, but you went over less because it's 38% for Black Adam. So you went over less. So, (laughs) Because Bryce White is like close close without going over, but you went over. You went over less. So, yeah. (laughs) You got it. All right. So what was, sorry, 46 for? 46 for Dumbo. Yeah. 
All right, uh, press. Black me. Adam, good job. Uh, let's do generating a number. Sixty-five. Okay. Mid, um, I'm locking in mind. Yep. Thor: The Dark World. Thor: The Dark World. I'm gonna hit you back with Batman v Superman. Oh, I feel like that's quite low. So you. And we're going by critic score for people listening. Oh, are we? What are you going by audience score? I don't know. The first number. Oh, the first number. Okay. Yeah. 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 So we'll Man, the, you know what the audience score for Black Adam is? Mm. 88. Yeah, they don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 88. I think um, man, that's some chilling yeah. there. I think. But, okay, uh, sorry. Batman. So 65%. Mike, I'll let you to go. Tell me what my score is. Your score, and we had to hit 65, yeah. or we wanted Batman v Superman, 29%. <laughs> Worse than Black Adam. Uh, Thor the Dark World, 66%. Oh, we'll so give, I went we'll over. Give, we'll give you the win, though. We'll, okay. We'll do closest. We'll just do closest, because we'll I went 1% over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Generating a new number. We're going low with 19 so bad ooh, movie. Ooh, I think something came up recently. I'm thinking of further back. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Jaws: The Revenge. Jaws, Jaws for Revenge. the Revenge. Give me Garfield. Oh. A Tale of Two Kitties. <laughs> okay. Oh man, you. So look for nineteen percent. You did pretty good. <laughs> did I do good too? You tell me my score first. Okay. 12%. 12%. For Garfield. You ready for this Jaws Revenge? Yeah, yeah. Zero. Oh, snap. That, wow. I knew, like, I had heard that movie was bad, but I didn't know it was that bad. So, wow. I should have saved that for, uh, <laughs> like, 5% or something. Or 5, you know, number. All right, let's keep it going. New number going. Okay, we got to go even lower with 12%. Um, oh, you would have hit the nail on the head with Garfield <laughs> too. That was twelve. Okay. Um, my mind's going. Okay, I'm gonna lock it in. Give me mm. disaster movie. One of those parody things. Okay. Disaster movie. And I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go old again. Yeah. Even older than yeah. Jaws. Plan Nine from Outer Space. Oh. <laughs> Plan 9 from 1959, is that? Yeah. Still interesting. You have, so Plan 9 from Outer Space, 66%. Whoa, snap. Yeah. Okay. I guess it uh, has like a big cult following. Yeah, like I'll tell you like the first like sentence of like the consensus. Yeah. This is the epitome of a so bad it's good cinema. Yeah, it's at, like it has, and like uh, Tim Burton even made a movie. Um, about the filmmaker who made that movie. So, like, it just has, like, a huge... Yeah. I should have known better. Uh, <laughs> so you got this, because yeah. I went way over. Disaster movie? 1%. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And we had to hit 12? Yeah. yeah. Um, this one might be... I think we already kind of know answers for this one. Uh, Generous is 99. Ooh. Shawshank. Patty Twin 2. Oh, yeah! That, yes! Yeah! 
Oh, I just want... Yeah, I don't think... Shawshank Redemption, 91. 91. Paddington, 99%. (laughs) Paddington, too, specifically, is what you said. So, yeah, that's 99%. Ah, I knew that. I knew that. down (laughs) to 38. Mm. Okay, uh... Can't say Black Adam. But I'm going to go with... Let's go with the Fast and Furious franchise. Uh, F9. F9. The Fast Saga. I will also go fast. I will say... What was the most recent one? 10? Yeah. I'm going to say 10. (laughs) X. 38. Yeah. You want F9? Yeah. F9... Is at fifty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. F Fast X, yeah, fifty six percent. Oh it's wow! Closer, so. People like those movies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're generating a number. Okay, fifty four. Fifty four. Mediocre. Okay. Um. Ah, oh, it's getting hard to like just yeah. think of movies. Fifty four. Okay. All right. Shazam 2. Okay. I'm going to go with Anchorman 2. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anchorman 2. Oh, man. What do we have to hit? 53? Uh, 50, 54. 54? Yeah. Anchorman 2, 75%. Oh. People. For some reason, like, I thought that was the yeah. review well. Okay. Uh, Shazam, 49%. Okay. Pretty, pretty damn close. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's go generate another number. 78 Good, but not good. Hmm. Um, Bet you wish you had dropped Anchorman 2 here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Um, uh, okay, I'm going to lock one in. I'm going to go with the first Ant-Man movie. Ah, uh, yeah. I was also thinking early, like, early Marvel. Um, 78? Yeah. Oh, crud. I'm going to, Thor. First, first Thor? Thor? I can say that, right? You yeah, said, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. It's just not the same movie. Yeah. Uh, first Thor, we're looking for 78. Yeah. Thor, 77. Oh, snap. I thought you would have had this. Yeah, Ant-Man won 83%. Oh, snap. Oh, wow. That was close. <laughs> uh, new number generating, 4. 4%. <laughs> okay, just an absolute um, um, dog shit movie. Uh, um, what about like, oh, oh, I'm going to lock in like Vampire Suck. Is that a movie? Was that a yeah, parody? Yeah, Vampire that was a, Suck? parody of Locking the... that in. Okay. <laughs> um, I already did a parody. I can do other parody movies, but, um, trying to think what just, <laughs> yeah. give me like, I'm trying to think of Halloween 6. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Halloween. I, I forget what one that one is <laughs> though. The Curse of Michael Myers? Sounds about... Because I think the fifth one was The Return. Um, so oh, snap. Vampires. What are we going for? Four? Four percent. Vampires. Okay. Vampires Suck, I think that's the 2010's title. 2010's Vampires yeah. Suck. That's going to be pretty bad. Uh, can you go... Okay, so uh, Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers? Eight yeah. percent. Can't get any closer than that. Yeah. Unless your Vampires Suck. With an exact four percent, gets it on the nose. (laughs) Yes, that feels good. (laughs) All right, let's do a couple more. Man, I didn't know that. How like I don't know. I didn't know that one was that bad. (laughs) (laughs) 
we already we already did seventy eight, I think. Feels like. Uh, yeah. Haven't done one in like the forties, it feels like, huh? I got eighty seven. Eighty seven, okay. Okay, that's this is a good um, movie. So most gonna... Good movies are in the high eighties. Yeah, yeah. I wanna say like um say like uh the Green Mile. Can uh give me so I think it reviewed well. I don't I didn't like it, but I think it reviewed well. I don't think it hit the nineties. Give me the Revenant. The Revenant, okay. Mm, okay. Okay. Uh, the Green Mile, seventy nine. Oh wow! The Revenant, yeah. seventy eight. Oh wow! <laughs> A lot lower. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, I would have thought the Green Mile would have been in the eighties. Okay, generate a new number. Wow, we're going right back to the middle again. Fifty two percent. Fifty two. Oh man. Oh. Um, Cars Three. Cars Three. I'm gonna say I know Cars Two was like awful, and then I think Cars Three was a bit better. This can. I'll this go with Cars Three. We're jump on here and stay in the animated realm. Okay. But let's go with uh, Shrek Forever After. Okay. Mm, Cars Three. 50, Fifty what? Sorry. We are looking for fifty-two percent. Fifty-two. Okay. Uh, Cars did Three. Did pretty good. Uh, Cars Three. Tomato score, critic score, and audience score, 69%. Ah, yeah, yeah, you did uh, 57 for Shrek Forever After. Okay. Very good. All right, we'll do two more here. Uh, we're going to go 93. Ooh, this is a good movie. Oh, this good is luck. a good movie. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to say, like, Goodfellas. Give me Across the Spider-Verse. Okay. <laughs> think, I'm pretty confident. You did really pretty good. Close. You did really good here, uh, sir. Goodfellas, ninety-six. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Ninety-five. Yeah. We needed. We needed ninety-three. Three. Yeah. 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 So you only went two over. Good okay. job. Last one. We're gonna end on a stinker. Let's go with nineteen percent. Give me, uh, sixty-five. That Adam oh, Driver. Oh yeah. Real. One there. Okay, and I'll go with oh, Rod. Hard to think about like these bad movies, yeah. you know. Um, Morbius. Morbius. Yeah, I think yeah. that's pretty high, actually, isn't it? That's no. probably like thirties or something. We're looking for nineteen percent. Yeah, uh, Morbius, fifteen percent. Oh. Okay, I got it. Yeah, uh, 65's at 34. Oh, wow. I thought that... I thought that was even worse, yeah. Yeah, I thought... I think that's... I, I tried to watch 65. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's so like only like... I don't even think it's an hour and 20 minutes and I... Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. That's hilarious. And then I was starting to second guess myself too. I was like, there are some just weird people that like Morbius. Yeah, okay. So like the whole Morbius meme culture, I guess, yeah. call it, is proven here with 15% critics. Like the audience is giving it a seventy-one. Ah, uh, yeah. Because yeah. they just want a third re-release of more. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be um, cool. yeah, that's a little quick, this little fun, fun game. Man. Yeah, I like uh, that. We'll fine tune it a little bit. With yeah, yeah. Contestants. Um. Uh, that will wrap up this episode of Real Drinks. Yeah. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. Thanks, Mike, for joining me. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll get you all next time. Cheers. Cheers.